0: People always ask how I balance my family life with 400 shows a year. I'm just doing what I love with the people I love. It's my magic life.
1: I like Wes Eisley. I like everything about
0: him. All right. This is a podcast I've been working on, I think, for two years now, um, this, uh, we have a special guest on today, but I don't even know how to start this. This is a person, all right, so at MAES Magic Convention, her husband was um, one of the people on the bill, and me, I get so excited for magic, I want to meet this guy. Who is this guy? I've seen his lectures on penguin magic, and I'm like, yes, I want to hang out with this dude. And then Annabelle just comes out of nowhere, that's our guest today, Annabelle, and she's giving everybody chocolates, and everybody's talking about how great her art is, and It's a magician's wife. How cool could she be? (laughs) What's going on? I have fallen in love with Annabelle. Annabelle and Tom are like family. I have gone through this whole adventure with them. We'll get into it. But everybody, it's Annabelle Peterson. What's up, girl?
1: How are you? Hi. Hi. Hello from uh, from LA. I have just put the heating on, even though it's really warm outside, so I'm very confused. um...
0: All right. That's all right. So I met you at MAES, and before we got on here, she told you that uh, I abducted you and took you in a closet. Right. We're hanging out at the after party, and somehow it comes up that you had worked on the the cake show. What is it called? Nailed Nailed it. it. Nailed it. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) We were doing marathons, and my little girl was probably eight at that point, and we were doing family marathons of that show, and my little girl was loving it. Then I found out you worked on it, and- You have to, you started showing me pictures of the cakes that you worked on. You got to tell my girl, I have a hearing issue. So all the noise in that room, if I tried to make a FaceTime, I wouldn't be able to hear. I would get distracted. So I took Annabelle in a closet and we called Lana and then everybody's like, Tom, you just took your wife in a
1: closet. <laughs> Granted, it was a very large American walk-in closet, so it wasn't like a kind of British wardrobe type of thing. So it was very kosher and <laughs> I didn't even realize it was a wardrobe. But, uh, but yeah, so that was a very funny, uh, a funny me. And then we called her a little girl and uh, and yeah, she was very excited. Um, but yeah, I showed you all the pictures. Um, I did culinary production on that show and several others where the, uh, the instance of Nailed It, the cakes that the, the competitors had to recreate, that was what I made. And a funny thing is that when Tom and I were still in England, we were watching these shows and uh, and we were watching Nailed It specifically and they were looking at the cakes um, you know that they had to recreate. And I was like, I could make that cake and, and better, but there was, you know, obviously they're supposed to be not super great because I mean, I have to say that because of me and my colleagues who have to cover ourselves, but, um, and I I was like, Oh, that, that, that would be such a fun job. And then uh, I met my friend who that's, that was her job. And I thought that was really exciting. And then when the pandemic kind of messed up a bunch of stuff um she called me because i literally lived two minutes from where they were filming it so it was for covid purposes uh, really perfect so i just went in and and i had to make these dreadful cakes and we get told what to do so we don't kind of go oh yeah let's do this for the for the contestants but we very 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 strictly get told what to do by people who don't make cake but well, that's all I'll say. I'll never work in this industry ever again.
0: So so we're at home watching and we're like, we could never make that cake in a million years. What do you think the skill level is for a professional cake person? Do you think it's a sixty percent? Like you could go to a hundred, do you think it's sixty percent skill level or
1: But the the cake that they have to replicate? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thing is they have really gone over the top with the 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 quality of the original cake I mean now the stuff that went with the I think I was the last season yeah second to last or something like that um when they first started the 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 cake the original cakes weren't even that great Uh, again Vicky no, no offense no offense but um they actually got better and better and they got technically very good and these cakes that these people have to make there's no way any of us could make that in the time given let alone with the actual baking and and whatnot and yeah it's it's absolutely impossible and I mean they set it up to be impossible because it's that's the show but you know it's yeah any decent baker could make the, uh, the the master cakes or whatever you call them oh hero cakes sorry I forget uh hero cakes that's what they're called um yeah absolutely but it's working in that environment and in 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 the, on on a set it's it's very different than working at home baking and just doing what you want uh it's it's uh, night and day really is that
0: was really my favorite things. part the reveal at the end i yeah they like watching the the story unfold throughout the yeah. thing like, let's get yeah. to the end i'm in the office much yeah, yeah. behind me in the living room and i'm like tell me when it ends i'll just yeah
1: yeah me too I'm like yeah come on let's see it yeah. no I'm not interested I I, it, it, oh, I hate I hate baking myself personally even though I have to but like just all the dishes and all the mess it's just oh god I can't watch it it just makes me want to peel my skin off oh god I mean I it's it's sweet and it's it is funny and the new show that they've done is uh looks really good as well it's where they actually take rubbish bakers and train them up that by the end of the season that they're you know, on a professional level, and I know these people involved, so uh, I know that they they're, they're going to do a really good job. So, but um, but Nicole Bay is very loud, very loud. Yeah, well, that comes She's across. A big personality for sure. <laughs> yes, yeah. we exactly. filmed this in an old IKEA factory in Burbank, um, and uh, and so it was all in one one room, but it was all like you know, sort of sound stages inside, and uh, yeah, it was <laughs> it was crazy especially when we all had to be like super quiet and there was like
0: shriek <laughs>
1: but That's she awesome. did wear the best slippers ever she was wore like shark slippers and stuff like that
0: wow yeah, she's wow. real
1: sweet and she's funny so but enough about that <laughs>
0: so when we started we started this whole thing out we spent right into your art so tell me about your art i mean i see a uh, I don't know a dissected head or a whole bunch of veins on a skeleton behind you oh you yeah that's,
1: that, that's, and- that's just my wall that's just my my living room so um that's just my stuff the stuff I like what is it uh oh yeah it's a it's a, a teaching uh medical teaching specimen or, or or model um I just collect those kind of things and art and photographs and you know that's my, my friend took this behind me it's it's a place in, Aus- in Austria called Halstadt, and that's where I actually started. I based my first painted skull, chocolate skull on those, and that kind of changed my business completely because when I discovered chocolate, because it keeps a bit more than than, than cake, uh, I can actually make things that I want to keep. Um, so, like, obviously, I see these skulls. I'm like, oh, I'd love one of those, but it's impossible to have because, you know, they're, they're not available but you know like technically was like, mm, well i could make one from chocolate so i did and and uh and that kind of opened the door to a whole range of things i remember saying to tom like oh i'm just gonna make a couple of chocolate skulls i'm not gonna be like chocolate skull girl or anything i literally said those words and then now that's what i do i'm chocolate skull woman <laughs> you. well you
0: have conjurer's kitchen
1: yeah and, yeah it's I don't know where that's at at the moment. It's sort of on hold ish it's it's kind of floating I think I'm not sure it's I don't know where that's gonna go don't know I'm very, well everything's
0: everything's floating everything i i totally i totally get that We haven't even told the audience yet Tom yeah. passed away how long ago
1: March um eighth March eighth
0: so um so yeah, everything is up in the air. Everything is just your whole world got just yeah like a like a garbage can just got
1: shit yeah. the yeah. the 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 crap kicked out of it absolutely yeah yeah so um will just sum it up it kind of all it all ties in we moved from England uh, Tom is uh, for for those of you who don't know Tom um he's from wisconsin uh, and we met when he lectured at uh, the british magical society in birmingham england where i was a member and in, in the front row and uh, so we kind of you know we met there and and fell in love you know there's obviously a lot more to it and then Oh, didn't- i didn't know you were a
0: magician i didn't know you did magic I, yeah, I yeah yeah a- yeah how did
1: you guys meet this is awesome yeah I've, I've, I cram it all in there I cram it all in there oh I've done this before <laughs> wow. no, but, um, yeah yeah I was I um because I was an artist um that was also my hobby and at the time I was painting um and I was painting a lot of um movie and music icons so I was watching and listening to music for work so to speak and I didn't have a hobby and I met uh somebody to um, who was a magician? He actually, I met him through smoking cessation. He's a he's, he's his name is Paul Brooke. You you probably know him, but at the time, um, he's he's a mentalist. Um, and um, but at the time, he wasn't really big in magic or anything. And um, so he was like. Oh I'll show you a trick and I was like oh my god this is like the thing that I want I this is the hobby that I want and so him and I we start hanging out and then we found a, a magic club locally which just happened to be one like around the corner which was spectacular full of old men and it was <laughs> very weird but um but it was my only access to to magic and we had uh, lectures pretty much uh, three times a month. Yeah, every week, um, except one week was council. Um, but yeah, so Tom was on the bill and I looked him up and I remember saying to my friend, oh, I might go tonight. I don't know. I just looked at this guy on YouTube. Yeah, I like what he does. He does cards and he's funny. You know, I'll, I will I think I'll think i check him out. He's it's all right. He looks very... Neat and tidy, so you know, not my type. Um, and uh, and then I and I had a headache that night, and I just went and I said to the guy I was I was going with, uh, um, Keith Bennett, he ran a uh, magic shop, and I always did conventions with him, so he he, he was like drove me around and whatnot. So, um, I, uh, I said, oh, I might leave, you know, after the break or something, I'll see how I go. But no, I did not leave. So, in the break, I actually showed Tom, um, a magic trick myself and it was a jumping jumping elastic band it, it went we it involved him holding my fingers I can't even remember it was probably a, a Joel Redflash something anyway so it jumped from my hand to his hand while we were holding hands or, or I don't know I, it's some yeah. something impossible I can't remember it doesn't actually sound impossible but uh no, it's he said that's,
0: and it goes to his but it's not on his hand
1: Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. See, that's I've not done magic for a little while. I'm also, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, very grief brainy. Um, But yeah, so we, you know, we went out for a meal and we just, yeah, that was it. We met. We fell in love. We did the long distance relationship. um, Very long distance. Time difference was quite the the killer but uh but we worked it out and then we uh we got married at the magic castle we got engaged at the magic castle as well to at the surprise proposed to each other at the same time at the same place involving the same people And it was truly, truly, truly magical. But I I could go on for hours about that because that was just super special. Um, But then, yeah, and then a year later, we got married at at the Magic Castle while we were both working. He was doing, uh, I think, yeah, he was doing the, yeah, he was doing the palace because i threw my bouquet from the the palace stage and everybody thought it was part of the act and nobody caught it and it was sunflowers in there really heavy and it was such a terrible terrible idea yeah. um and i had a, an art show there um down outside the uh, the palace bar they um i was uh, had my magician paintings up there uh some originals and prints and stuff uh so it was like a working wedding um and um then we, we lived in England for about 10 years and then we decided to move over to uh, America. And I wanted to move to LA because we've been coming here at least once a year for him to do the castle. Um, he's done every room of the castle, except the library, I think. Yeah, he's done all the big, the you know, the close up the parlor and the, oh, the Pella. We got married in the Pella. No yes he did do the pella when he was when we lived here that's it so he's done them all now um anyway so we moved here in february 2020 which was like the worst timing but also in hindsight probably the best timing so we moved here had our possessions shipped over on a cargo container which was going to take three months so we got an airbnb in advance and stuff we were here for two weeks we had the best time it was like talk about being reassuring that you've made the right decision about leaving your life we had jobs offered he got he got booked at the castle i got i got a job working for um a restaurant that is now built but wasn't at the time of a freak show themed restaurant I had a, a, a meeting with IMAX cinemas about my events at headquarters they said they said the words you're going to be a very rich woman I'm like yeah right um and uh and then I said to Tom oh this is all so much fun but I really just want a quiet night in and then the world stopped and we had to stay in for two years and um and, you know, while well, everybody had, had their own chaoses. we had to make some decisions because we wanted to buy a house, uh, which we couldn't. And, you know, we, that, that was a, a good idea that we didn't. So we sort of panic moved somewhere very quite expensive, which is, and it was all of L.A., but it's, yeah, it's kind of killing me now because I can't move because I have so much stuff. But anyway, back to that. Um, we moved to what we called the, um, the, our Winchester from the movie Hot Fuzz. We, uh, um, not Hot Fuzz, um, uh, Shaun of the Dead, where we, you go and you have, you just let this whole mess blow over. So that was our Winchester. Um, and, uh, the bed, yeah, and breakfast,
0: so... bed and breakfast was your Winchester?
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we, uh, we just we just did our thing and and just managed as best we could and um and then he started getting booked at the castle he did uh, as things started lifting i was getting the tea that the tv jobs the culinary production and then making you know cakes for other um that show i'm not i'm not being funny but i forget everything um is this cake the one that everyone's freaking out about i did the stinger to that and at the time, it was the working title was "Stab That Cake," and the idea was that you had to go into a grocery store and stab a bunch of stuff and hope one of them is cake. And I said, "This is never going to get made. This is ridiculous. I want nothing to do with this. Just pay me my fee for faking whatever I did. I faked on the day, and uh, and then it's like the most popular TV show ever. So, don't ask me to console you for anything because I clearly know nothing. But um, but yeah. So he was. Um, he was getting work, I was getting work. He started he did Brookledge twice as well. I mean, that's not work, that's fun, um and pleasure and stuff. But so it's fun. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: The things were really going better than 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 we expected with the pandemic. And then um then he got he went to Mystique Dining in um La Jolla. Well yeah, La Jolla, and he thought he had a um a spider bite because he got sick and um, he fell asleep and he was sick to his stomach and he was driving to to La jolla vomiting in the car um and he couldn't he just missed one night of his week's work there he stayed there all week he felt really weird and he did the thing that you know people don't shouldn't really do is look online about how you're feeling well in his case he figured he had a spider bite because he felt like, a sharp pain or something like that. Well, um, he felt fine, he came home, um, and then he said, uh, oh, I better go to the doctors because I read when you have a spider bite, you should. The venom could stay in the in in your body, and you should just go and check, get checked out. And I'm like, yeah, great, you know, do it. Uh, which is something that he wouldn't have done had he not looked it up. Well, he went to the hospital to the doctor. Doctor says, I'm sending you to the hospital in in, in ambulance now because you had a heart attack. You had a heart episode or whatever it was um it's still not 100% clear anyway so that happened he was in the hospital for 3 days um he was then on medication and they mentioned you know heart surgery in in the the future future <laughs> not immediate future but you know as a possibility just putting that on the table so he was you know quite traumatized by that uh you know as as we were all but he was also acting a little bit weird which i only now think of in hindsight. I thought we were just, I thought it was me. I thought we were I I wasn't listening properly or something. There was just something weird going on. Anyway, um uh four weeks later we had my my best friend from England, my undertaker, my old boss, she came and we had a fantastic time. Uh we were thinking about downgrading and moving because it's very expensive here. And she said to me, she said, don't move because what happened what happened? what happens if something really big happens like next month and then you'll be like downgrading or or and then you'll be really success- successful and then you'll be kicking yourself wish well, she was right something really big did happen and and it wasn't the good thing it was the bad thing but the thought of of you know the idea of possibly having all that happened mid move would just be an absolute nightmare so we were like okay you know we'll stay we'll, we'll try and we'll try even harder blah 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 and we had a fantastic time with her she leaves a week later i'm sitting on my little patio um i see tom come downstairs without his his top on and it was summer but it wasn't like really hot or anything it doesn't ever do that and he was like leaning over the sink and because now since we learned heart attacks actually you have to do with nausea rather than the ugh, that you see on tv it's not you know the chest grabbing thing it's not always like that i thought okay it's his heart i was on high alert I come in and he goes oh honey i've been looking for you phages uh, where are you or what you know what's what's with this and he was just talking complete and utter rubbish and he was hot and he was staring off uh to one side and um and because i have um well up until pretty much recently i had epilepsy since childhood i knew what absences are and and i know how seizure things are and neuro neuro, neurological things are slightly different so as soon as he started talking to me but not looking at me and then seeing things on the ceiling and he was completely like rigid I tried to make him sit down and 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 relax a bit but he just wouldn't and uh and I, I was like I was panicking because that's just what I do, and I was like, "Oh my god! Oh, what do I do? What, do I phone an ambulance? And oh my god, how much does that cost?" And I'm like, "Oh, what do? not need? That? Why am I even asking this? You need an ambulance? Ah! F- phone the wrong number. I phoned like nine nine nine. This is in England, and but I was in such a fluster that I don't actually know whether that went through because I actually had it stuck to my headphone, so it was complete and utter chaos. But this was like two minutes from him being at the sink to on the sofa, me calling. Um, Ambulance came straight away. Um, He was absent. He was just getting worse. They were um, uh, giving him some stuff and they took him in. And when we hit the ER, he had a really big seizure. And that's when they put him in a a coma because he kept having seizures. And then they did the tests and then it turns out it was brain cancer. And then I feel like I lost him twice because I lost him that day and I lost him when he died. But I also gained another another person because he was just the best patient. He was so patient. I mean, he was patient, patient. He was so calm and he was so, he just, the things we had to do to him and the doctors and me at home, it was insane. And he was just so kind and so gentle with it. And he was never angry. And the cancer that I had, glioblastoma, it affects mainly men. And um, it does um, come out in anger a lot. Um, And he didn't have any of that. Not before, not once he got diagnosed, uh, nothing. So he was in a coma for five days and I had to make the decision. This is crazy. This is just the craziest thing that ever happened to me i I had to give somebody permission to operate on my husband's brain on the phone in the middle of the night and I had to do that like three times because they have to like, you know kind of double yeah I think you may have done the same but Natalie got sick right um it's some you have to give permission on the phone it's like really shit and um and they just yeah they 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 did it and then they left him for two yeah, I think a day or two to come to, to settle down the swelling and then they brought him around. Um, and uh, and then we did all the chemo and all the stuff. Oh yeah, oh, I was gonna say, by the way, it's a bit big for a by the way, but he also lost use of the left side of his body, uh, which is a, a big by the way. <laughs> um, But he, we just tried everything And he was just fantastic. Um, He was in the hospital for a bit. And then because of the place that we lived at, it was possible for him to be here at home. We had the space to put a bed in the living room where it was accessible to the bathroom. We hoped for him to be able to go upstairs and have a shower and stuff like that, but he never did manage the stairs once, as a a magician friend came and carried him up the stairs. (laughs) Because we have fucking amazing friends, um, and colleagues and um but so we just did everything here and um the chemo made him really sick. Um the first lot wasn't so bad, it was the, the, the pill, so he could do everything from here. He only had to leave for radiation um for six weeks daily. Um but then when they increased the dose it just knocked him knocked him out and I would have lost him. Um had had we continued with the chemo but I knew I couldn't just say yeah I'll stop it because it's not up to me you know um but I didn't I so I I because I'm in the the death professional death profession industry um I was an undertaker, and my arts subjects are death quite a lot. And um, and I'm friends with undertakers here and death doula's and stuff. And I had a death doula friend stay with us for the whole time, um, uh, helping us. And um, uh, shit, lost my thread. Death doula. Doula.
0: Dool- doula. Oh, yeah doula. it's
1: like, okay. a, it's like, like a, a baby doula yeah like, like a yeah baby doula not death doula yeah. okay. um so I've heard oh. of hospice
0: nurses I've never heard of a death doula okay yeah
1: okay. that's yeah it's like an alternative yeah it's just a self-employed person who has often our hospice nurses my our, our friend who stayed Betsy her grandfather is actually the one who in state, started to in state hospice as standard of care and and available on on, on insurance and, and, and stuff like that. Here, uh, he's like, she's, she's really heavily involved in that business. It's, it's incredible. Oh, that's it. That's because I'm involved in with all these people. Um, I got I found someone what's called a um, a change of life doula, uh, or a transitioning doula. So I asked this lady to come um, to help discuss whether to continue treatment or not with me, um, with him and me, because you can't be this open without somebody else around, without a professional. And 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 um, that's one of the best I, best things I've ever done is because he uh, he told her that he would want to continue with the chemo, but he wanted to continue it for me. And I had to tell him that I don't want that because I said, I don't want to lose you to the cure or what's supposed to be the cure. Um, and had I not brought this lady in, he would have just told me that he would want, want the chemo and he, he would have told me it was for himself or whatever. And I would have respected that. And then it would have killed him. And this way, we, we kind of put it this way. this woman, she said, you're dancing with cancer. Just dance until you don't. That's what we did. We just, we had the most insane time. We had 11, 11 people from England come visit. 11 flights after pandemic. It just not even the, the cost, but the the, 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 the the risk of the everything. It was insane. And, and some people came more than once. i was just absolutely spectacular sometimes when um not 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 i gotta say not not everyone far from everyone but a few people who we know from back home did actually get in touch when they were here at the magic castle which meant a lot because there was and there are still just recently people who are at the magic castle who know me and tom personally well from england and um they know I'm here, and they don't get in touch, and I'm just like, okay, well, if that's how it is, then you know, if it's you know somebody from in this country, it's fine, you know, people, you got stuff to do, but if you come from England, and you know, and I've been to your wedding, and you don't get in touch, and your friend is sick, then nah, nah, we done. (laughs) So my address book is is changing, it's it's very much rearranged, Um, but I've had a couple of uh, classic entries i can tell you that so it's not all just erasures but it's i mean some gold people unbelievable um so we we had his last christmas we had when everybody sent christmas ornaments because i said we don't need gifts we don't really i mean cards are fantastic obviously but if you want to do something we had the whole living room was full of ornaments. Every day we got to open something, he just, just, it was so special and so sad. Um, But everybody was sad and I let everybody be sad. Um, And I think it was just the only way we could do it. And then we ignored New Year's Eve because, you know, why 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 would we um and then the only way we figured we could possibly start his last year was to get married again so on january 1st we had a vow renewal and uh, i had it all planned out and we were gonna put him in the chair and take him outside and i had outside or all um decorated and stuff but then it was raining and he wasn't doing very well at all so we just changed everything around we just did a john and yoko and we just (laughs) i got into the bed with him and we got married in bed um on, on video and everything and um it was great and he was covered in fur and he had his good suit on and everything and um and then yeah and three months later he was gone right exactly here where I'm sitting. He died just, just right here. So, um, but he was, it was peaceful and it was, if you gotta go, you gotta go. And he was never in any pain. He was never in any pain. And I'm so grateful for that. And I think because it's, it was brain cancer and because of the surgery, I mean, he was fully, He was fully aware. His magician friends understood and put it the best. It was like he was off stage. But the way that Tom was, when he was off stage, he wasn't even off stage, he was always on. But he was off, off stage. But sometimes he'd come out with sharpest comments. I mean, one-liners, he'd have the whole room cracking up. When the English, I think there was like five of them, when they came. And, um, and I was a bit worried. I thought it might be a bit much, but he was just like one line, was just boom, boom. He was killing them. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was just amazing. Um, yeah, and then the home funeral as well. And that was pretty epic. Um, he was here for three days. Um, it's very cold. So I might have made sure everything's really, really cold. And, um we decorated the coffin with with him here and like he was kind of lying um where I am now and then over there uh, there's a where the cat is there's a table so the table was, the coffin was on there which I'd spent a night covering in uh playing cards it was a cardboard coffin I had to um uh I had to get an undertaker legally just because I'm not like licensed or anything like that. Uh, even though I said I'll do everything, but for paperwork and admin and crematorium and blah blah blah, um, and they uh, I said I, I'm not buying one of your stupid caskets, um, because I'm not spending that ridiculous amount of money on something that ugly. Um, because I know I know different and I know better, and I couldn't find a decent cardboard one, so I just had to have what they refer to as a box, and and I I and I had to contract. Well, I contracted the most alternative, greenest undertaker in, in all of L.A. County. This was recommended to me by uh, all my weirdo, wippy, crazy friends. Everybody said, yeah, yeah, this woman. And she kept referring to it as a box. I'm like, excuse me, um, you know, this thing you put? In, where I'm going to put my husband in, could you not call it a box? Because it is a, a coffin. It is a casket. Um, well, it was a coffin outlet, So um and uh and then we put cards on it and photographs people came and they brought stuff and i just had a, it was, it looked like a craft party i just had glue sticks and hot glue guns and 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 uh and just everything and messages and it was somebody put posted a get whale well card on there which i wasn't sure about at first but then i was like yeah no it's cool um yeah. And uh yeah, and we we drove him in the big truck uh to the crematorium and then our friend uh Bonnie Morgan of the Flying Morgans, um I don't know if you know them, she's a contortionist and they're a circus family here. She they're actually Crazy famous. She she plays uh, Samara from The Ring. You know the girl whoops. Uh, so I didn't even know that until I, when I was already her friend. I'm like shit. Now I'm all starstruck. How the hell do I deal with that now? So it's very confusing. So she poured um, whiskey on the uh, on the coffin and, and 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 oh and it was full of toys and everything, and uh, and it was a real spectacle. The people <laughs> at the crematorium were like. So they, I had to, I couldn't get a witness cremation because I had to do it on a Saturday because of the admin with the friends and, you know, because my friends actually drove him there as well in the truck that Tom, uh, from where he, he worked. them for a little while doing some some t-shirt printing he printed elvira mistress of the dark um, merch during the pandemic to help them out um which was funny so he looked at boobies all day during the pandemic (laughs) so with permission (laughs) um so that was that was fun for him um but uh yeah so we were quite the spectacle um they showed us round because as a professional courtesy because i I, I had to leave him there and she said, Oh, you know, you wanna pick out which we taught you one. I was like, Yeah, I'll take number one because you know, he's number one. And um and yeah, then we uh we drove over to a friend's in Santa Monica and we did like a little we adapted this pagan twine burning ceremony, um, which was really, it was like with cutting pieces, a, a ring of twine and, and reuniting and separating and everything, it was great. And uh, and then we went on the street and blow up animal um, suits and ran around like idiots, screaming and laughing and crying and but Bonnie got in the tree.
0: <laughs> Questions, because it didn't have anything on Facebook why you were running around in outfits and i'm like you keep posting like you've posted a couple of times these inflatable outfits people just run around like crazy it's like why
1: yeah. <laughs> Why? <What's that laughs> <about? laughs> <laughs> um, it was just what happened that the, the inflatable suits came about because of the pandemic it was my friends the, the undertaker i mentioned who came to visit it was her birthday um we're like a month apart we turned 50 a month apart so we obviously couldn't be together um so I was like right I need to do something fun for her she doesn't want any you know gifts so I uh we're big fans of parks and recreation um and she, she's always you know we're always in love with uh, little Sebastian I don't know if you watch the show but the pony in in, in that is our, is our is our little favorite so I'm like okay so I'm gonna get I'm gonna do like a Parks and Recreation video for her. I'm going to get a pony suit. We're going to go up in the mountains and I'm going to do like an informational non-forest fire, happy birthday kind of bullshit, something like that. So we get this suit um, and it's just the thing that, just the gift that kept on giving. Uh, It just made me happy being in it. It made Tom happy looking at it. It made everybody else happy looking at me in it, Tom looking at it. And um so we did a we did a really really funny little sebastian video um which I, i put online i think that and we had um i was disturbed by some hikers who wanted to ride me and i told them no it's i'm a pandemic shy pony so i can't um but it was just really funny and then the lady from uh, Nailed It, Vicky, who I mentioned, uh, this is when we started working together. But because everything was so covid we had to, you know, there was like still six feet apart, and which was really, really hard. But we wanted to hang out together um, for the weekend. And, uh, and I said, well, why don't we go to the beach? And she says, oh, I've got inflatable suit and her husband has one. So I said, "Oh, I've got one," and then I got one for Tom, and that I thought that's the perfect way to hang out. We're just going to be on the beach. We can hug because we're all full of air. Apparently, like they're the opposite. They're like COVID traps, (laughs) but but at the time we thought this was a great idea, and um, we ended up doing this video on running on the beach, and there was quite a few people on the beach at the time, and. everybody was just laughing and smiling and waving and it just brought so much joy we put the video online it was watched so many times and it it was just so random and it just just brought the joy that everybody needed just a bunch of animals i was the pony vicky was a bear and tom was a giant balloon dog they got the the shiny red balloon dog
0: See, I know I watched it five times, probably, and I was trying to figure out who the heck was who because you couldn't tell who was who in those costumes. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so that... Um, oh,
1: sorry. I don't have any tissues. Well, or...
0: we've been filming this for four years, and uh, I'll keep wiping away tears. So oh, you, I'm sorry. If, I'll... No, you got to first. Oh,
1: he's worth first. everything.
0: You, you told me that you were going to cry and it was going to be okay, but I thought I'd be okay. Golly, Annabelle. I knew I wasn't going to be okay, so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so so I just want to go back way far. Before you started, you were talking about uh, when you first met Tom, that you said, um, you know, oh, he's too dapper for you and it's not your type or whatever. Natalie whispered to me, she said famous last words. Yeah. She, always, right. she always told her mom she would never date somebody shorter than her. Yep. So when I asked her out, she called her mom and I have a date. There's yeah. One thing- tell
1: you though mom i said don't laugh mom but he's shorter than me and she just started like the biggest laugh you could ever have i was yeah. like well yeah pardon, ma'am. but and then famous last <laughs> like, word fell in love I mean, right away. It's, it's hilarious how those things that's work that's amazing out. but me <laughs> you know you know yeah. <laughs> and um, i was allergic to cats which was also my nightmare i thought oh my god what if i meet a really lovely man who's allergic to cats well it turns out this lovely man uh took tablets and that was so sweet. Wow! So, wow! That's wow. pretty cool, though. So he did. I mean, he liked them. He didn't like that he was allergic. So he, he, you know, especially the 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 cats that I had, they were great. I'm surprised my cat hasn't come over at all.
0: so when when Tom went to the hospital originally, I guess for the stroke, and he had to be induced into a coma. That, that was, was during, that was during COVID, and you weren't allowed to be with him.
1: No, 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 no. Gotcha. This was all last year. So I was so grateful. Um, It was we, we still COVID, you know, we had to wear a mask and everything like that, but I could be with him all the time. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, LA yeah. is different than out here in Virginia. So I know they're way- Oh,
1: different. okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, It was. It was fortunately, I don't know how people coped in this situation in, in, in COVID. I know I have a friend who lost her husband. Um in in covid uh it, he had he'd had cancer and he went in for treatment he was on the road to recovery but then something from due to covid it got he it got worse and then he died and then with all the restrictions there but she's she's done um if if you want to have a look after um in england she's done the wall of hearts it's um outside by the Houses of Parliament, I think, and it's specifically aimed at the politicians. And every every COVID uh, death is represented by a heart that people can come and they they paint a heart on this wall, and it's like eight blocks long. It takes like ten minutes to walk now, and it started just with her and this group, and and they've just been so active in 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 like all the sort of the the, the negative. Um, things that they did in in COVID and stuff and she's just like a proper warrior and I'm like I don't know how she has the energy I didn't know how she had the energy before I knew what it was like to lose the one you love because you cannot imagine it it's not and I don't want anyone to imagine it um when somebody says oh I know how you feel I'm like or or they they say they understand I kind of say I you, you don't and that's a good thing because if you did understand you'd be in, in a bunch of pain and I'm not being an ass or anything I'm not saying no you don't know you, you know nothing but if you, if you don't know you don't know I didn't know I didn't know I didn't think I, I mean even you know he was dying 11 months and 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 and, I mean he was he was dying from before I, I didn't I didn't know enough about the cancer to To give up hope completely. If I'd known what I know now, when they told me what it was, I probably would have acted completely different. But at the time, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe it's, you know, we can do this, blah, blah, blah. Nah. 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 Well, it sounds silly
0: that, you know, I meet you guys at a magic lecture and we instantly become friends. And it's like, yeah, I met you once. Yeah. But we kept in touch. Tom called me and we talked marketing, we talked magic. Yeah. I loved it. I had a great time. Good. I bought I bought Tom's trick, uh the the lucky duck. And oh, I yeah. but I it, for me, it worked it worked for my little girl. Mm-hmm. So my little girl um at the county fair, she's not allowed to play the duck game anymore because she kept winning and they thought she was marking the duck. She was the duck the the magician's daughter. They banned her from okay. the game. Really good at this. I don't know how she does it. She brought a duck from home. Let's go. I'm doing all the work, she's getting all the credit. It worked for us. Tom I did it during Tom's suffering. I thought of Tom every yeah. single day. every single time I pulled it out I just thought of Tom.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm seeing your posts and I'm just thinking of you guys. My wife and you said this you don't know how they feel. My wife was in the hospital last year for 35 days and then she had blood clots in her lungs, large and countless and I'm
1: pretty cl- bloody close. Yeah.
0: I'm taking pictures, social media, saying, "Hey, I'm with my girl again." And somebody online, I don't know if you remember this because you were so out mm-hmm. of it, Okay. Somebody online said, do you really think she wants pictures of her done? Huh. I'm like, we share everything. Yeah. And yeah. spoke up. God bless you. God love you. Because I'm not going to argue with some dude. Yeah. And she's like, do you think he knows? Do you think he needs? Uh, do you remember what you said to him? No. She, you, were, you were like, do you really think he needs to hear this right now? He's going through something. Leave oh, him alone. Yeah, that
1: sounds like me, yeah.
0: And it's like, <laughs> God bless you. Thank you for taking, I felt like a big hug from you taking care of me as you're going through stuff. No.
1: I'm an advocate because people should just understand, try and understand that it's so immense. You just... You just do what you need to do, and even if that's the wrong thing at the time, you if you think it's at the right time, uh, at the time it's the right thing to do, do it. And nobody's the same, and it's it's just so completely unique, and you can't compare it or anything. And if you've never been in that situation, it's you shouldn't really be asking those questions out loud, you can ask them by all means, you know, but not on on Facebook.
0: So I'm sleeping on the leather, uh, the plastic couch next to her, getting my daughter, going to do shows, do shows all day, drop her off, get food for the family. My uh, babysitter is our niece. She lives with us. She's taking care of my identical two-year-old twins. She's a single mother while Natalie's in the hospital. And then I drive back to the hospital to be with her at nighttime. I was going crazy. I was going nuts. Babysitters call and say we need groceries. I'm just trying to get to my wife. I don't care about yeah. groceries. What you yeah, you really?
1: Probably do you need the thing.
0: Do you need a soda? You can drink water. Come on, what do you really need? Yeah. I go to the grocery store and I leave my wallet at the table, and I'm I'm buying everything and I grab my stuff and I'm walking out with my little girl and the lady says, "Uh, sir, sir," and I, "Yeah, you forgot your wallet." Oh my God! Thank you. My wife's in the hospital and I, why am I crying and why did I tell her and just was she super nice? You don't make was she super nice? the-
1: Was she nice to you?
0: Oh yeah, but it was still why did I just blurb into tears and tell her my wife's yeah. in the hospital and I'm not my right brain and yeah.
1: yeah. You're on overload. It's it's your it's it's a it's a physical thing. It's you have to have no control over it at all. It's your brain just, just goes on complete overload. I've recently got uh, a book that really changed a lot for me called The Grieving Brain. And it's a scientific study about brain uh, um, uh, um, grieving in what happens to the brain when when you're grieving and it's it's physical things that happen. And and it turns out that um you Tom is a physical Part of me because he's in my neurons and 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 it's it's kind of magical to think that because um our wedding book we didn't it didn't obviously we're not we are atheists so we didn't have a bible or anything but it was the trick brain um and uh i can't remember who wrote it now i knew it but i but Fitsky. i've got hmm? it's part of the Fitsky. Fitsky. that's it Fitsky. that's it um yeah so that was our book and then and then suddenly there's another book called the grieving brain um and that suddenly helps and it's it's kind of cool so i think i'm going to be doing a lot more brain artwork i think i think i i might have to i'm getting to the point where i'm i'm going to be able to use it to i don't know express myself because i've just oh, I've just realized yesterday, rules don't apply anymore. I don't, I don't have to do anything I don't want to. I really, I don't, I don't have to because I was been beating myself up about Christmas like, oh God, you know, uh, what do I do? And blah, blah, blah. and I've never been a massive Christmas fan because I'm an only child, and you know, I mean, I in Germany you celebrate on the twenty fourth, and nobody does that in England anyway, or here uh so but tom just loved christmas so christmas was always for him and i thought well if i don't want to have christmas i can just not have christmas and not be like a curmudgeon i'll still put some uh, you know fantastic christmas decorations up because they were from our friends from last year they're there as a uh, you know because of because of what they are not because they represent christmas and i'll just Maybe watch some videos with some friends of Tom on uh, on Christmas Eve, and and that's it. And I I I I can just reinvent myself. And I'm an artist, and maybe I should just make myself the project, and and just make sure that everything I do, I do, and I'm kind and nice. Just I you know just use everything that I've learned from Tom and and what he's left in my brain and in my heart, and just. I don't know. Just become somebody new and and they can help keep his legacy alive which I am because I'm going to re-release his products with magic ink in Chicago. So I'm very very pleased that that's going to happen.
0: So yeah. is there is there a place that people can buy his products now?
1: Um with me I have I'm actually probably should have a little bit of a sale before Christmas. I have a certain amount of tricks, I have a few uh, wise quacks I have a few of the ducks uh some spoons some um some lemonade uh routines um but they can yeah stuff's available from me but to to go going forward next year it's gonna be them they're going to be manufacturing things for me um and and then I'm just a licensing I, I license that to, to, to them and everything. Because fortunately, I know how everything is made because we're, you know, it's very much a a work in progress. Even stuff that he did before I knew him, uh, it developed into the final versions while we were together. And, like, I know which ice cubes float and which ice cubes don't float, as you know from his lectures, you know, which I have seen once or twice. <laughs> um, so, so,
0: yeah. People, working people, how do they get a hold of you to buy it until then? Until then? Um, uh-huh i guess facebook
1: Facebook message you on facebook facebook messenger yeah but give me uh give me give me Give me grace. I'm, I'm, I get a bit slow with replying, and sometimes like I'll just forget. So if it's super urgent, maybe I don't know Wes. They can contact you or something, and then you can contact me because if it goes into the the, the other folder, I might not get it. But yeah, all well, my email is um, I'm Well, my website is Conjurer's Kitchen, and the email is info at um, Cundra's Kitchen. Uh. Oh, well, you can feel free email me.
0: I'll be happy to pass them on to if that's you. That's okay,
1: Help that would me. be great. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I'm still um I have a I actually have a, also a um um a stock list of his books that I'm selling and lecture notes as well, uh, inventories of of that if if you want if anybody's interested. I've already sold quite a few but there's some some foot sales that fell through. Um
0: so with this podcast, I have a podcast Facebook group just for your episode. Send me links to his videos. We'll do videos, I'll put up prices and then they can yeah. contact me or contact you directly. Yeah. So that way yeah. they can see what the products are and the stuff that's still available for sale from his collection. That's it. I'll, I'll send you send I got all is. of that for you.
1: Fantastic. I see we're running out of time, huh?
0: I-, I love you. I'm I'm watching the clock here right now. But um Annabelle. Yeah, I talk. For- <laughs> thank you for no, all it was, of this. It was- this
1: I you you didn't talk too much. It was perfect. No. Yeah. I hope I covered everything that you were gonna ask anyway. I think almost, almost.
0: Um I mean I, I I don't know. I don't know what else. I'm trying to skim through this real fast. Yeah, I think so. We
1: we'll probably need a part two because the, <laughs> done- the, 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 done-
0: <laughs> the Max Maven thing, Max had the same thing that same your husband thing. had. And you never told him that max passed away i read that on facebook
1: i did not tell him because uh it that was just not something because of the meds and the surgery there was just something that was missing and it just there was no need i did i went to the memorial at the castle um and but i and i didn't i didn't tell him where i was going i mean i told him i was going to the castle i didn't tell him why because it just upset it would have upset him because it would have what's the point you know
0: no but the magician listeners on here i'm just letting them know yeah. that that was the yeah. same thing
1: happen to max yeah but it's it's odd because even though it's the same thing it's it's entirely completely different max was uh uh it was in a different space uh, on on the brain and also max didn't have the mobility issues which you know i'm so grateful that he managed to you know he managed to get on stage stand sitting all of that tom tom didn't and you know, it's really sad, but it's it's just great that Max did that, and that he, you know, they said that he did appreciate all of that as well, and the fact that he said that, he made a point of saying that, even though he was so sick, all the things that he was doing, he appreciated. It was very much like Tom, and that was so nice, nice to hear, because if you know you're dying, you know, and they both, in their own way, took control of their own lives they both said no more treatment in in their own way um so um much respect in that in in that sense really so
0: well when you when you posted about his hat that he had i don't i don't remember what that was yeah
1: it was it's um they were stickers they were like um kind of little Barcoding, you know, like the 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 scanner things. They were like electrodes on a sticker, and but they had to be measured and put onto the onto the head in specific areas. We had like a map, and then every three days, I'd have to cut them and put them, and it took took, took like half an hour, and had to have the head shaved really, really neatly and stuff. Um, I don't think Max was a candidate for that. Otherwise, he probably would have had it because it's it it is. It was somewhere else, Um, but this for Tom, it was tricky because of the mobility. In in the end, he couldn't support himself to sit up or anything. And then that's when we had the discussion about stopping treatment, whether we should carry on with the Optune or not. Um, We basically, I know it sounds crass, but we're, we're like, well, it's not gonna cure you. It's gonna maybe prolong it a little bit, but it's such a pain in the ass and it's so uncomfortable and and we might as well just go out dancing barefoot so to speak going back to that dancing thing again because what difference does our month make if all that time is is hell when it could be you know one month less and we we hang out with friends and do what, exactly what we did so I think we did everything just right the way the situation we couldn't have done anything else. I have no regrets. I mean. Well, I know he had that
0: hat and you got it around Christmas time the year prior because my father-in-law was downstairs and I'm watching you guys. I'm following you. I'm telling you, I'm following your story. And my father-in-law is a cancer doctor for kids. Oh, I, right. So he I that. asked him and I'm like, what is this? Tell me about it. Is my friend going to be okay? That He has, and you wrote down the big name of the disease and everything. Yeah. And I think you even said, stage four or something at one point
1: always stage four yeah what did he say facebook
0: thing and i was asking him and he's very he said no he said no he's very stone he says uh, he doesn't have his paperwork he doesn't have his folders that's the answer he gives for pretty much everything though i broke my ankle uh, what do do you think I should take extra aspirin what do you think go to your doctor I don't have your folder right. Dude you're you're a doctor you can't help me he doesn't tell us anything so I'm I'm asking him about
1: I op- I understand kind of where yeah. it's coming from but yeah no he would have um I mean since 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 learning about more about the cancer it, they call it the widowmaker and and uh, a, a few ER nurses have actually said it it, it brings a hush it's, you know, it when whenever it, 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 anybody gets diagnosed, there's always a hush in the room because chances are like tiny. Yeah. And uh, the 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 neurologist on his team of the of his surgery team, she told me to Google glioblastoma. I did not know what it was. I knew it was that was just the most fucking ridiculous thing ever to say to somebody whose husband has just come out of surgery in the ICU. And I I was so fucking angry at her. I think I might have spat venom from my eyes and I dressed her down. The people around, they were gathering, were like, they, they're all like team me you know but and and her assistant behind her was just like like this she's going oh my god i'm gonna get hell when this woman is done with her i was like how fucking dare you do that and she walked in the room and said how much do you know oh you should google it and it's okay i had one patient survive i'm like bitch how many patients did you have two um let's go outside don't speak to my husband like this uh when you know well well, well while he's awake and uh, yeah and i i spoke to her to his his actual surgeon and he said oh yeah you can fire her and i'm like i'm not gonna fire somebody who's trying to help my husband i just don't want him to speak don't don't want her around him at all but yeah i mean i have i could be here for, hours. well i was well, doctors oh, so we're out
0: of time. time i want i want people to see your heart I, i'm gonna put it i want you to give me links i'm gonna put it on the facebook thing if you have art for sale i want people to see you yeah Um, i've tried to i've tried to order cakes and have you ship them because you make beautiful stuff but it's the shipping hassle i think
1: yeah i think they're going to be selling my chocolates online through the store that i work at at the moment vulture culture oddities in burbank uh next to gun world (laughs) so this brit is working next door to a gun shop which is funny um, but yeah, so this place um, they they sell my um, they sell my chocolates, chocolate skulls, and um, I've been making miniatures and like sort of weird dioramas. And basically, this place, if you if you look that place up, I, I'll have my own section, um, and I just do anything whatever i feel like i've done taxidermy repairs and 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 um re, reworks of taxidermy pieces um with other antiques and and so i just do a bit of everything i just create and uh and and try and get through the day basically
0: well, i can't thank you enough for just spilling your heart out to us and to oh, everybody honey I know, but I went through it with you. You did nothing compared to what you did, but you had tears coming out of my eyes and I saw but her... As
1: I long as said. that's where they're coming from, because anything else would be really, really... Uh, you don't <laughs> yourself.
0: <laughs> no, but, but thank you. And thank you for sharing that with me. It's um,
1: my pleasure. No, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, this is great. It the, the timing worked out well, because I know you gave me the grace of possibly cancelling if I freaked out, because that's kind of what I do all the time. But... Uh, like I said, I've just come off some heavier medication and I actually feel okay. And I had something to say, um, uh, two things, you know, about Tom's products and, and, you know, I'm working in the store and they're selling stuff and, um, I'm doing a, a sneak ninja cake attack, uh. I'm gonna probably tell you about that after though. On Saturday, I I have this thing where I just find people I like and I make them a cake, whether they like it or not, and uh, and that's what I'm doing on Saturday. But it's gonna be very much in in keeping with the theme of brains. So wow, wow. Yeah, that's so awesome. and awesome. but but if I can't do it and if i fail then i don't i'm not going to do it because i'm doing it for free well it's it's a gift from the shop to the artist um so i'm like nobody really knows about it so if if i freak out and i don't do it then nothing's lost but i'm making some pretty spectacular very flat shiny pieces of giant 14 inch chocolate squares at the moment Uh so uh okay i'll tell you it's a rubik's cube Wow. Very Rubik's cube. So um so hopefully I'm actually feeling confident it'll work. So now I've said it, I'm gonna have to because it's out there now.
0: And and yeah, it's yeah. out there now. It's yeah. out there now. Yeah. <laughs> Annabelle, thank you so much for yes. being on here. I you know, we usually wrap up on a high note and see you next week. But this week I just wanna say I love you. I oh, love you guys too to
1: so, to so much. We're Can't both, we're see both see you on again. your side. Yeah. If you love ever see kids, to see you show love to see absolutely.
0: that absolutely so let's
1: make it happen next year I'll, maybe i'll travel a little bit because it was so much fun when, well know.
0: we're supposed to go out to vegas in january and um i mean how I far is how far? hey so i fooled Penn and teller part of the winning i get to go back and headline their show i haven't done <laughs> it
1: yet Excellent. Yeah. Well let me know. I'll come down. My um our friend Bizarro, uh, I have a long, long standing invitation to stay with him. Um so yeah, absolutely. I'm by Burbank Airport. I'll just I'll just jump on a plane. It's like hundred bucks or something. Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. Right. We'll see you in January. Yeah. All
0: right. Excellent. And for everybody else, uh, we'll see you next week.
1: Hey, ending on a high note. Yeah. Bye.
0: Check us out online at WesEisley.com and Patreon.com forward slash Wes underscore isley for behind the scenes videos, blooper videos, never before seen footage, discounts on merchandise, magic trick tutorials, and more. That's Wes Isley, spelled W-E-S-I-S-E-L-I.